0: Welcome to Movie Ticket Monday. I'm Matt with your co host Justin here. Movie this week is Inglorious Bastards. Came out in 2009, starring Brad Pitt, Diane Kruger, Eli Roth, Christoph Waltz, Melanie Laurent, Michael Fassbender, and Daniel Brewer. So, initial thoughts, Justin. What did you think?
1: I've always been a big fan. Um, this movie does a great job, especially the first time you see it, of having just scene after scene of robust just intensity and suspense i don't think any other film at first go has you on the edge of the edge of your seat quite like this one i mean from the get-go scene the first chapter where in the they're in the uh the house where they're hiding the jews underneath the floorboards the the writing and drawn-out nature of that scene like literally the first time you're seeing it you're sitting there wondering what's going to happen next all the way from, can I get you some wine to, no, I'll take milk. This is a dairy farm, right? Um, and milk's a recurring theme throughout the film. It's it's a great movie. But the one critique I have, and, and it's no fault of of the movie itself, is I've seen this film probably seven or eight times because I love the action sequences. I love the satire that Tarantino presents, but the suspenseful nature of it diminishes with each time you rewatch it. And so I did find myself a little bored um, on the seventh and eighth go. So it's one of those films I'd say that's fantastic at first go and a little tough um, to revisit down the line. But granted, there are some incredible action scenes in the the climax of this film when the theater blows up is, is awesome. So
0: how about you? Um, one word for it is entertaining. It was entertaining for me. I thought that first scene was possibly the best one. You're right, the suspense that that scene showed. And the thing for me, based on that first scene, the first time I laughed, I felt bad. I'm like, well, the first chapter was so like intense and so like serious that I felt bad laughing at certain points throughout the film because I look back at that first scene and yeah, it took me a few minutes to realize it was actually technically a comedy. But I, th- I thought it was entertaining with, with some certain points here and there, which, which we'll get into. So, directed and written by Quentin Tarantino. And let's first talk about character development, okay? Or, for me, lack thereof. There is none. I mean, for me, you're thrown into these characters. All of them. And the only partial, I will say, character development was um, Melanie's character, uh, Shoshansa. Now her development per se is pretty much just revenge, but you look at everyone else, including Christoph, Brad Pitt, um, and and pretty much anyone else. And you're just thrown into the character. You don't kind of see where they came from. They have no development. I mean, the bastards, they just want to kill Nazis and you kind of, I mean, you kind of understand why, you know, it's world war two. Um, but themselves, the people themselves have absolutely no development throughout the story. You already are thrown into the bastards well, killing Nazis. Okay. And and you, I just think, think there was nothing
1: there. What do you think the point of the film is? If you're Tarantino sitting there in the screenwriting and how he wants it to manifest, what do you think the point of the movie is? If I'm Tarantino? Yeah, after seeing it, what do you think? Why why, why was it designed like that?
0: Um, A, a, a completely different take on what world war two was because in the end he ends the war with one movie bombing of every single hierarchy and i'm no military strategist but there's no way they send every high military officer to a movie showing watches band of brothers once <laughs> but i i just think i think it was a a a comedic different take on the move on the World War two and, and what happened. And I aside from that, i I didn't see anything. maybe, maybe the underlying arc was revenge. But again, that's that's only for uh, Melanie's character. I don't see any other true plot line or true development for the characters than her revenge because the bastards you get thrown in they say they want to kill nazis so they try to kill nazis at the end i mean that that's that's not a development that's not a plot change that's you're thrown in at the beginning with it that's their end result there's no change in uh, who they are throughout
1: See, I think what it does is it lends itself more than anything to the Quentin Tarantino style. If you think about any of his movies, um, they all kind of have this satirical theme. And that's what this is. This is a satire on Nazis in relation um, to how they treated Jews during World War II and the time leading up to it. You talk about, like, the bear Jew scene um, where he's banging the bat coming out of there. Oh, it's a home run. Ted Williams, it's a home run. He He takes these themes of, like... A, a, a jewish person beating up on a on, on a nazi officer um and he makes it comical like when you're watching that scene you're laughing at least i am and maybe i have a you know dark oh mind, yeah no I, I laughed too that, that in, was the first scene i was in the back, Android. coming out of the tunnel and he bashes the dude's head in and he's like ted williams it's out of the park like i mean that's the whole theme though of the movie is is this just eerie satire even when they're sitting it's like a satirical comedy trying to expose like the dark nature of like the nazi regime and how they treated jews while at the same time building a suspenseful thriller and it's not like one big film the reason that he structures it and it has pauses in which it's like chapter one chapter two chapter three is each cut Within those chapters is its own individual screenplay. It's its own individual scene. And you, you do have this bigger arc. But at the end of the day, the only real climax, like with them being in the cinema, that comes together in the last like 40 minutes of the of the film. Up until that point, they're all pretty much standalone themes. And you're right, you do have Shoshana's, you know, revenge plot and everything. But at the end of the day, it's just a film that's trying to expose, it's a satirical Comedy um with some really grotesque action sequences and supplemented with incredible acting from like Christoph Waltz. I think he makes this film. If there's anyone else there, I don't think it has the cutting edge because he he embodies like perfectly the the comedy, the satirical comedy side of this film. He's a disgusting human being, but at the same time, he does it in this like almost eerie, like sat satire satirical way. Um that just it kills me like the scene um, when they're in the theater and you got Brad Pitt and the other two bastards who are acting like they're Italian and he, and he's like I'm sorry say that again and he's like gorlami that he has him say gorlami like 6 times i think and and that whole like that's a that's like a few minute sequence and the entire time you're sitting there laughing your ass off at how ridiculous it is and and i think that's the whole point of the film is just to take this super dark dark concept and add a satirical element to it. Um, and I think Christoph Waltz represents that in every cut
0: of the way. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think, I think Christoph's performance is one of the best I've seen in, in the way that, yeah, he's the villain. He's the overarching villain of the whole film. And yet the way that he goes about talking to these people and manipulating them is, is Khan like to me. And it's, It's something that I thoroughly enjoyed, even though maybe I shouldn't because, you know, he's a bad guy. Everyone wants to root against the bad guy. But the way he went about it in terms of the small points, like you said, like the milk um, and choosing those type of things. And just the way he personified himself as you knew he was the baddest person there was out there, aside from maybe Hitler. And that he pretty much had his way with everyone. And he knew that. And he portrayed himself as that and i loved that i thought that was superb so i thought he was the biggest highest point of this entire film i also thought the the women also did a, a really good job acting as well um, those were my other two high points of acting but i mean everyone pretty much did superb and going to the your point at the end of the movie with um with the italian uh, <laughs> brad pitt i was kind of up and down in terms of he does a great job. He does a poor job. And I think that was his character that he was supposed to play and no, nothing, bad. It battles. And like, Oh, he did a terrible job there. I, I, I thought it was more his character in terms of, um, you know, where he came from. I'm pretty sure it was Tennessee or, you know, smoky mountains type of stuff. Um, it just had that strong accent, um, country boy type of thing. So, uh, but that, that specific Italian part, <laughs> I, I howled, I laughed really hard at that part. Um, and I think he he did it really well. That was a high point for him because his character, while there was no development, you knew that he didn't care how people saw him. He wanted to kill Nazis, and that's who he was. He was not going to hide that. Aside from what Christoph Waltz was, while everyone knew he was the baddest person, he tried to manipulate, hide, act, per se, uh, um, his way through different situations where Brad Pitt he knew he sucked at Italian. He wasn't Italian. He couldn't speak Italian. So when his Italian was god-awful, he just owned it. He sat there, shoulders up, head up, and he couldn't say it. The one guy introducing
1: his name with the hand motions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I thought um I thought that was a high point for Brad. Um now one one point I will say of of what I I didn't like, and I don't know why she had to die at the end but shasana now she shoots uh, uh the the german three times in the chest the back of the chest Bro, now you there can't is
1: analyze it like this
0: you got well no me. but but at the same time when he turns over he looks perfectly fine like he wasn't shot and then he shoots her and then he just dies now wh- what's the point what, you, you tell me what the point of that is of you tell dying? me what the point of what the point of her dying is why why does he have to kill him
1: it like closes if you look at it from like a character arc perspective. It closes it perfectly. Either she kills him and survives and then blows up with the the cinema. This gives her a more uh, romanticized death, uh, a more dramatic fall than it just blowing up on her. It absolutely does. Uh, I th- and it's designed no, for that no. specific reason.
0: No, buffoon. I <laughs> if y- if you have her die with everyone else in the explosion, I think it gives a more closure because she's willing to go out doing what she wanted to do—get revenge. She's Where this, the revenge. well, she doesn't see it through. She dies before it all happens.
1: What's the dude's name? Uh, Daniel Boole or whatever. This dude, <laughs> Br- <brutal>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this dude
1: repre- This dude is like the constant in the film, representing everything that Shoshana and the bastards absolutely hate. He not only is a war hero for the Nazis, hated for that. On the second side of that, he has this cocky arrogance in which he, you know, when he first introduces, oh, what's your film about? He's like, I killed 60-some on the first day. And then on the second day, 100-some. And then on the third day, only 32. You know, he has this cocky arrogance that that goes with it. And you want this guy to die in a more dramatic way. And so having him there and having them both who kind of dance around each other throughout the whole film kind of kill each other. I, th- I think it's pretty good, and it lends to a Tarantino soundtrack. When she dies, and she like blows up like this, and the music's going, it, it just—it's a Tarantino film through and through. You can't sit there and try and analyze it. There's no, there's no reason for her to die. I- I if you're gonna to- analyze it, you got to be like, how'd she get the theater? You know, if you're gonna start nitpicking things. Well, well, you're well, you're you're, ta- ta- you're talking, you're talking,
0: yeah, but you're talking. Then I mean, to me, that that point was, you know, the Nazis took a ton of people killed a ton of people that it's very very possible that the owners of that um theater house are just <laughs> but but that, that's nitpicking you might be right now we'll, we'll hit the soundtrack later because it was phenomenal
1: were you happy with how it ended did you feel satisfied
0: i i i did i thought i th- i felt satisfied i i thought it was um i mean you're right it, it's supposed to be like a, a a his hot take per se on world war II. and i like how he did it I thought um, I thought it was good. Now, I, I, I kind of thought, I don't know if ironic is the right word, but I thought it was kind of funny where she was going to burn them all and the bastards went in to blow them all up. And it kind of happened both. So I guess they both won in the end. But you think, you know, one of them could have succeeded easily without the other. But I um I, I did I thought I thought it was good I'm I'm happy it kind of built up to something so the way he he did the chapters I'm gonna go back to in my opinion was was very interesting and I thought it worked pretty well um, given the lack of to me the character development but. I did think that some of those chapters um, and maybe the whole overarching film was too long. Kind of like you said, you know, you watched it seven or eight times. It kind of loses a a little bit of steam in there. And I've only seen it. This was my second time. And it's been uh, maybe seven or eight years since I watched it first. And it it was a little slow. Now, the two scenes, the two chapters that I thought were the best were the very first scene, finding the Jews in that house. And then the second one. Um, I guess with an asterisk, is the bar scene. Because of the suspense, you knew something was going to go down, you just were waiting for it. But at the same time, that scene also to me was a little too drawn out and too long. Um, That's fair, I agree with that. But the the suspense itself was amazing. Those two scenes. And I didn't actually have any suspense at the end. Um, and, And I didn't really remember most of the film from the first time I watched it. But I think at the end, you kind of knew that they were all going to die based on both the bastards being there and, um, Melanie trying to, you know, burn down her own theater, but it it was definitely entertaining. I thought, so I kind of want to talk about Christoph killing, um, the, the, the German actress, um, at the end there, uh, for, for a hot second here, Diane Diane. Kruger. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So.
1: She should stick with the National Treasure films and not do a German accent.
0: Uh, okay, I, I thought the accents were perfectly good. I'm just kidding. But this is, I mean, normally I'm more of like a high-level guy. I don't think too much about it. But to me, now th- this might be real deep for me, so bear with me. Don't, don't don't die on me. So, Christoph, his character, is someone who likes to play around with people. He likes to try to manipulate people um, and, and even try to make up BS his way through some stories or, or something like that. Where Diane, her character, is an actress, she is supposed to BS her way through things. that's what she does for a living. or act her way through things, let's say. right? Bro she had he had the shoe. I know, but hold on, hold on. We're going before this. when she, when he comes up to interrogate per se, the three Italians and uh, and Diane, I think that point Diane botches it. She is supposed to come up with this backstory of her cast, and she knows that Waltz is onto him, so she just gives up. And that's why, specifically, when he puts on the shoe, she doesn't try to make something up. She just says, "What now, Colonel?" I think that's Kristoff. This, I-, I think it's, it- I think it's ironic because she's supposed to be the good actress, and she botched her acting per se of making <laughs> up the story. And Kristoff catches. It. I don't know. I, I think it's a. I think the, it's
1: a twist. This might be the biggest cherry
0: pick that you have ever said in your entire <laughs> <laughs> life. Are you kidding me? Okay, but but th- think of, think well, of the irony, right? What's an actress supposed to be? Uh, this is wh- <laughs> no. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought it was ironic. This is what I'll
1: give you. I think her death scene when he chokes her is just kind of out of place, a little random. I don't think it makes any difference to the film if she dies or survives to go in and have the, you know, during the explosion. But, dude, he discovered the signature, her little thing to, uh, oh, my gosh, it was the German fellow. Um, the German I know. Sh- with, with the little kid Max um, yeah. Wilhelm or whatever. She, he, she, he had her autograph. He had her shoe. He was asking questions. I- she knew she was fucked.
0: I know, I know, but I, I'm I'm not taking the point of... Uh, Christoph knew it at that point, but I'm saying Christoph likes when people try to make something up. He likes... Because that's who he is. So he likes to hear maybe hear people it try to get easy, out of something. You're saying, you're yeah, it, it was, was too, too easy. easy. And I think that's almost why... I think he why was he almost disappointed. Yeah, because he gave her two options. One was the cast, and she just said, I got it skiing yesterday, which... She's in France. I don't know how many mountains are in france but i don't think a ton and then when she puts on the on the on the foot on the boot oh not the boot the uh the shoe she doesn't come up with anything. she has absolutely nothing just says what now because she was i thought he expected, i can't believe you're so hung and, up on this i'm not hung this, up. Or, just, this really twisted no, you
1: sideways didn't it
0: we're, we're we're talking we're talking i think that was impressive because christoph's was waiting for something she didn't deliver, and then I think he killed her, because you're right, there is no reason for her to die in that po- point. Because at that point, I think, well, clearly, he knows that he's going to turn on Nazi um, for, for the Americans, because, I don't know, for whatever reason. Which, I'll give you that. Let's I'll talk about...
1: That. Well, he knows the war's going to end, he's trying to get out of it, and save his own skin.
0: Is that it? And then, at what point do you think he decides that? Is it at the very end, or does he decide it somewhere halfway I think. Between? I think
1: he knows that the... That they're going to blow up the cinema. I think he knows. No, no, this is it. If you read between the lines, he knows that Shoshana is the girl who escaped when he's in that little brunch area. And he interrogates her because he gets the little strudel and he orders milk. And there's the milk theme. He knows that that's her. And he doesn't do anything about it. And then when he plucks his little, you know, the cigarette into the strudel and walks away, it just, it, you know, it lends itself to the pipe theme from the first chapter. And, and you know, he knows that's her. And so when they find out that, you know, they're going to be in that theater, he knows. And so he's planning. I, I don't think there's any other reason other than he, he knows that the war is coming to an end and he's trying to, trying to wrap it up.
0: I, I agree. Actually, I think that exact moment is where he thinks, you know, what I they can play do this to my advantage. They even do a close up cut.
1: They do a close up cut of him during the dialogue with her, um, and you just kind of see it. And it's his great acting skills, and you kind of see it in his eyes. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, Okay, like I know who you are.
0: I I think that's the point. I think he's like, hey, she's if if I think his process was. The guy's not an idiot. Yeah. No, he's not. I think he's like if if everyone decides to come to this. Theater. She owns the theater. She's gonna try to do something for what I did to her, and, and just the whole Nazi regime itself. So I think that's the exact point where he at least comes up with the idea. For me, at least, because otherwise, from the first scene, he's like, I find the Jews. That's what I'm good at, and he found him. He didn't do anything. So that's why I think that's his point.
1: I think we need to talk about. Uh, 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 sorry to cut you off. It's along those lines. How yep, weird this guy is as a character, Christoph Christoph Waltz. <laughs> Is is one of the most odd characters and it lends itself to the to the comedy that, that Tarantino's trying to tap. And this is why not everyone loves Tarantino films. Because if you don't get his comedy in this movie, it's not gonna click. You're gonna have the suspenseful scenes, it's gonna be a long drawn-out film and it's not gonna click. But like Christoph Waltz when when he first meets uh, Brad Pitt, and he's like, Oh, I wish there was more mutual respect here, you know, and all this stuff and ever you know, no matter how you how you cut it up, um it's it's just a really con. He he's fantastic, and then he goes, "Oh, that's a bingo!" <laughs> <laughs> and Brad Brad So is like, that like, is that how you say it, Brad? Pitt, we just, we just said, said bingo, bingo, like. like <laughs> What the, what the <laughs> hell? Like, the first time you watch that film and that happens, you're like, "What, what the fuck is going on right now?" Because you have no, you have no idea why he's turning against the Nazis. You have no idea why they're sitting there. Um, and then he gets into the little exchange with uh the guy who's the a- Ryan in the office, and he's like, "Do you know what they call you, the little man?" The you little know, man. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and and I think I think it's it's so good because he he almost switches so fast. And yet he still tries to like have that connection with them because he's like, he tells, he tells that guy, he's like, I don't like my nickname either. And when he says that, we call you the little man, he's like, you don't like it either. I can tell. (laughs) So like, I think he's trying to like, try to manipulate into liking him after everything he's done almost by having that one-on-one interaction. But with that same thing, he tries to personify himself to whoever he's talking to, where Brad Pitt's. Just the exact same person. He's like, he's, he, I mean, he's caught and, and really in anyone's mind, you're going to die at that point, but it doesn't look like he gives two shits about it. He's. He just sits there and, and he He doesn't care. And that's where it lends itself.
1: Is Brad Pitt a shitty actor in this film or is his character designed to act
0: like that? And, 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 and that's, that's the point. And I, I, I get
1: like, everyone loves Brad Pitt. You know, he's got some big name movies. He's really good in fight club. He was, he was really good in uh, Tarantino's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Leo. But like something's missing with him here. And I think it's by design with the character. But it, it seems like he read the script and he's like, I'm just going to half-ass this thing. Personality-wise, everything. He just kind of half-asses it. And that, that's that's like kind of how it felt. But I think that's by design. They don't want – this film isn't about Brad Pitt's character at all and True. it's easy to get carried away into rooting for Brad Pitt's character as the primary protagonist but that's not the case and i think it was written by design to prevent that from happening this film isn't I... even about the bastards well then what's it about i think the film's more so about like the bastards are just a part and if you look at actual screen time excluding the one scene in the the underground basement um where they all die <laughs> um everyone who goes in there it's more so about Shoshana. She gets the majority of the screen time, as does Christoph Waltz and building up this, this cinema. The Bastards, in many ways, I would, I would bet if you looked at the actual screen time until they converge, they don't get a lot. They get these really sick, hilarious sequences throughout the film that don't take up much time. Like even the bear juice scene isn't that long at all. Mm-hmm. um
0: and, and that's why i think the the whole film's plot is shoshana's revenge yeah. is what i is what i think so and that's why i think it's just and a little too long and then the bastards are put in there to give things.
1: tarantino's little sat satirical elements satirical comedy yeah. keep you because at the end of the day like the reason i rewatch this film is to watch all of the bastards scenes <laughs> i'm not kidding that's ones. why I, that's why i love watching this film i mean the hugo Stiglitz scene and you have Samuel L. Jackson narrating which is great.
0: <laughs> that is the greatest one
1: he's like he killed all these SS officers as soon as the bastards heard about him <laughs> and, yeah. and Brad Payroll's like you like killing Nazis <laughs> and he's just like no it's like, he's just, like yep. it's, and they the dude they run in with the shotgun the dude gets yeeted off the screen like literally he blown knows. off the screen <laughs> like the, the dramatic effects of the of the action is, is just so Tarantino-esque. Superb you're right and I, that lends itself I, to the music as well the music is this like modern rock uh you know it's so weird
0: but it was amazing because cutouts yeah exactly that the first scene it had a little bit of mozart's um piece in it where the right right in the middle and then you go later on to where um the final scene where they play david bowie um yeah. and the f- burning down the mm-hmm. castle or or, or or you know whatever it is and that's I mean, it's foreshadowing to exactly what's happening. And you're right. It's a rock song, which, I mean, it, it, the soundtrack really doesn't have anything to do with the film itself or trying to make yourself more involved with it or, or to f- uh, see what's coming up. But I think because it's almost so misplaced most of the time, it makes it that much funnier, which is, yeah. I think, what the he was going
1: point. for. At a- so... Yeah, go ahead.
0: I- I'm just gonna point out. I'm gonna go back to your Brad Pitt. If you're not sure which one he is, it was so hard for me to decide. And I think it's half of both. I think half of it is his acting and not giving you know, a damn about it. And then half of it is the person he's supposed to play because he's supposed to play a, a you know a southern country guy from from the mountains with with the southern accent and everything so i think it's half and half i i can't give brad full credit for how he portrays him because i think some of it is the bad acting but that's my personal personal view on it.
1: and as as we're recording this i i just think like we're kind of all over the place here and i think that lends itself to the structure of the film this film doesn't have any like clear concise like is it is it an action film is it a drama i mean There's there's dramatic elements to it. Is Is it straight comedy? Is it it straight comedy satire? You know, twist in a twisted way. Like, no matter how you dice it up, it it's kind of just a movie. It's a bunch of moving parts. There's so much going on at once, and it's kind of, and that's why it's it's good and bad. I think that's why. Yeah, I I think I think it's a hit or
0: miss. I think, yeah, some of the chapters are great, but it kind of goes back to. Those chapters kind of take away from any character um, development. Yeah, like what are you it. attached to? Like, why, exactly. once again,
1: why Why do I go back and watch it? I go back to watch the bass Like, the ending scene pretty much is, like, why you rewatch it. Because the whole ending scene is just incredible. Like, the action sequence, the build up to it. But it doesn't build up the same way after repeated views. The first yep. time you watch it, it's phenomenal. But I mean, after that, it definitely me, tanks right? big time.
0: But I, I thought... Um, I, so, his filming specifically of how he films it i thought was really good especially some of the points where he goes in for a real close view like um in the uh when he has lunch to try to get uh, shoshana to have her theater be the the theater that they're going to show it and the uh the was this is it the streusel no yeah Um, streusel yeah, the Trudel, strudel, whatever. the strudel, and the cream. When he's dip, you know, taking the cream out to put on, they do a real close up of just the cream, and then it going to the thing. I I thought that was pretty impressive. You know, I I didn't see that, and it happened throughout the film. The really close up of faces, of Kristoff's uh, face, and, and and then kind of pulling back out to a, a wider range. I thought was was entertaining, um, and I think it added some time to it, but I, I liked it. I thought it was good because it almost helped you see what was almost really important in that moment um you know the face or what he was saying so i thought the,
1: it was pretty cool the close-ups are, are closer than normal like you'll they follow a lot of times during dialogue that you know third of the screen take where you're shooting over my shoulder basically um and I'm, I'm on the one side of the screen you'll be on the other side and they're shooting over especially in the opening scene they do the same thing that you just described where when uh the guy who owns the dairy farm they do an, an intense close-up of this guy, and you see the sweat dripping down his face and everything. And it, that that lends itself to just, like, the, the first time you're seeing this film, you're like, holy crap. Like, what is going to happen? Yeah, um, I mean, put
0: yourself in that situation. I mean, that's yeah, such and a hard it, it situation. Does a, the acting does a
1: really good job in that scene. And especially the scene, you know, at that whatever diner or whatever, when Shoshana is confronted by Walt's, like... It's it's that same suspense uh, that you have, and even even it when they're down in the tavern and they all pretty much die down there. Um, when that German officer comes over and sits with them, like you're like, holy crap, you've got to be kidding me! Like I need some I need some, co- I need some comic yeah. relief right now to <laughs> yep. you know. Um, yep, I'm sweating here just sitting, but. Yep. Yeah, I. It's a good film. It's 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 entertaining. Um, Oh, one more thing along the camera shots. The scene in the opening scene, right before, like when the Nazis come in to shoot below the floorboards, when they actually open fire, it's a really like the shot angles that he uses, going um, from above the floor to below the floor, and then above, and then watching all the wood chips. like scatter about, it does a really impressive job of putting you there. And same with like the explosions at the end. Um, and it, it it just, you're right. The camera shots and everything lends itself to really putting you in the times. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I thought, um, I thought he did good. Now you're right. I think it's, um, I think for, for some people, I think for Tarantino, at least for this specific film, I think you either love it or you hate it. I don't know how much in the middle there is um because based on you know the characters how he shoots it in the chapters and you're right the 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 way that it plays out and every nazi dying i think for some people it might just be this is just stupid it doesn't make sense you know it's it's too out there
1: along those lines it's also a a pretty dark subject to make a, a satire about um and so like there could be there are i guarantee you there are people who like didn't find any of the satire funny. They viewed Christoph Waltz as this disgusting man, you know, all of this stuff and that. Um, And so it's picking a pretty tough subject to like write a satirical comedy about, which is how I'd categorize this film.
0: That's Um, true. And and I think it, it I think you alienate people with that. That's true. I think some people, uh, yeah, but I think it also portrays Tarantino's, uh, love for blood and gore because oh, yeah. some of oh, those shots and scenes is yeah. just so far. They literally above. blow
1: Hitler's head in. With yeah. the, they, and it's a close just, it up going. shot of his head just is. falling in. Yeah,
0: and then and then the end where um, Brad Pitt sketches the symbol in his yeah. forehead. I mean, you see it go right in there, and like it, at certain points, you kind of squirm a little bit, especially at that one. You're like, oh, that is so graphic. And, and it was, and I think that's another part of it. You know, some people just might not be uh, be up for that, or might might not enjoy it. Um, and I squirmed once or twice too, especially at that very oh, end yeah. scene, oh, yeah. because that was they showed the whole sketch up that. Um, oh yeah,
1: and but, you there's a few other moments when you jump. Like I jump when the bear Jew hits the the Nazi officer at first right at the beginning like yeah they show it like they don't they do they don't he just stops he goes he just yeah. goes limp and then they bash his freaking head in and they show yeah. it <laughs> like they do it's like he's like he taps the metal he's like did you get that for killing jews he's like for honor and then he's just bashes his head
0: yeah
1: one last thing before i get my final thoughts um and it lends itself to another just comedic element um when there you meet the the german film producer um or whatever and they're like yeah this is this is his translator and it cuts to them having sex for like (laughs) two seconds
0: two seconds yeah
1: uh, it's hilarious like that's that's like the summary of this film is it, it's a lot of little tidbits like that that add this you know comedic relief
0: you know yeah and, and, and that's when hilarious. i watched that i never <laughs> even remembered that like most of the film for the second time i watched it but that moment like about 5 seconds after that ended i was like what in the blaze of <laughs> yeah, hell what was that watching.
1: and what's what's great about that is uh is he like they introduce it as his translator or whatever and Shoshana like looks at him and it's like an extent or looks at her and it's like this extended gaze and then it just cuts to them having sex and like she knows and they want you to know that she knows exactly what it is (laughs) for some reason
0: which which is almost cheeky to a degree you know like the the, the way that yeah they they stay on her for those few seconds you're right you you know something else and then they show it and And you're like ah there it is (laughs) does that add any value
1: no it just makes you laugh because it's hilarious and it's it's cuts like that when they'll cut in with a samuel samuel l jackson little monologue or something um narration or the music or something pops up on the screen um no matter how you dice it but my final thoughts is you got a movie where they're trying to he's trying to make a satire of a pretty pretty tough subject um and he does that with some really really intense um scenes the the opening scene the one in the tavern, you know, the one in the diner with Christoph Waltz and Shoshana, like the whole point are these little chapters of just intense suspense. Um, And it climaxes with a phenomenal ending. But I think the whole point of the comedic element um, and these little action shots and, you know, the translator having sex and whatnot, I think that's designed to give the viewer kind of a moment to catch a breath. And they're laced throughout. They're not constant. They're laced throughout. That breaks up these intense scenes. Um, and so, at the end of the day, it's a film of, I guess, the end of the Nazi party in a in a fun little fictional way. Um, but I'd give it, I'd give it a seven point five.
0: All right, I uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think again, I think it's a hit or miss for Tarantino um, people to watch it. But I thought. Once you realize it's a comedy, which takes you well after the first chapter, because that sure as hell isn't a comedy. I think once you realize that, um, those who kind of like weird, stupid, out-there quotes and, and comedy aspects will like it. And I, I did, for the most part. I had those, you know, few things, maybe nitpicking, you could say. Um, I did think it was a little long in general it's as well.
1: total nitpicking. But...
0: <laughs> okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> whatever, I don't want to hear it. Um, I think it was a little long. Some of the chapters were a little long (laughs) mostly that that bar scene while it was so suspenseful they did draw it out um so i thought a little long but i i I enjoyed it actually i i thought it was it was pretty well done i wouldn't say i'm an enormous tarantino fan after this because i think i've only seen this film might be the only one i've seen oh i saw pulp fiction i oh yeah but that was so long ago I've i've never seen that nope never seen any of those um it was it was entertaining Um, a little long, but entertaining. So I would, I would probably say a seven. I think if I would watch it again, maybe I could, I I think there are deeper things to think about. Kind of like what I thought about the end scene where he kills Diane and almost his expectation for her trying to get out of it. And she didn't even try. I think there might be Christoph
1: Waltz's character. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so I think maybe you could do that watching it a second or third time, but I liked it. I would say seven because I think you're right; it is a hit or miss in terms of some of the comedic and and vulgar and and violent ways about it. Uh, but I enjoyed it. You know, I would watch it uh, certainly again. Um, so I give it a seven, a pretty solid seven.
1: This this episode's groundbreaking. I think you've broken the record for a freezing cold take. <laughs> <laughs>
0: freezing cold? <laughs> what? Because of that last scene? The scene
1: where she dies, you're like, if I'm an actress, I'm Dude, gonna be a better actor. It's like <laughs> that's a that's a hot take though, because okay, you're, right, like, we're, we're, you're like this. we're gonna analyze the actress. You know well, how, she's an how, actress. how Diane Kruger does, but instead we're gonna analyze how Diane Kruger's character does in terms of acting. Well, Is Diane Kruger's right, character
0: a good? I'm gonna actress? say one final closing thing about that. Okay, as an actress, I'm not an actor, you know, but as an actress or actor, you play a role you try to personify a role you try to especially some characters in movies you try to bs your way out of things and i thought he expected that out of her she didn't even try so he killed her that's (laughs) that's my that's my cold or hot take depending on how you view it freezing cold i thought it's a i mean that dude i never think a bit of that that deep but that's where i got it that's why
1: that's why i think it's freezing cold this out of nowhere i I like these though this makes me think and disagree (laughs) with you
0: Moving on here. Join us next round for Dead Poets Society. And that wraps us up here for today. So, you guys take care. Stay classy. We'll see you next time.